Hello and welcome to Yerushalmi Brachos Daf Hey. Before I start, I want to just say that I left out a ha'ara that I said I was going to come back to on Daf Dalid. The Gemara actually says, we don't know the opinion of Rav Yochanan when he's arguing with Rish Lakish, who says what? Now this seems to be a very strange thing because didn't we say when we started the series, and I talked about this earlier as one of the many riots, um, and that I wanted to clarify, um, that Rav Yochanan was the author of Yerushalmi. So there's a couple of different approaches. Um, one of them is obviously that he which is probably the, the simple answer, is that really he was the author, but there were things that were added and redacted later, just like the Bavli took many years before it was put together, and there were additions, although I'm not so familiar exactly what, what the um, what, how the Yerushalmi came to be, because um, we know it took place before the Bavli, but that's one simple answer. It's probably the Emes. There are other people that tr- that maybe try to change the Girsa or try to say that it's not the same Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan and the Rish Lakish contemporary uh, is not the same one who wrote it. There's a different Rav Yochanan. I don't think that's correct because we know so much about Rav Yochanan and how he was in Eretz Yisrael. But just that Ha'ara in itself is worth mentioning that when you find in the text itself that there's additions, we find even Mishnayis, Ashrach HaKalim, other, you know, the mission that was added later and many, many um, things that get changed. Bumet Amrushte, Shuos Al Martef, like we talked about, like like is famous in Psachim, etc. Uh, anyway, so that's a couple of very interesting Ha'aras. Okay, that's one. So I want to say like this, um, that we talked about earlier that um, that in um, Usha, they were misakain, um, that one should um, not, one should give a fifth of his money to Tzedakah. So the Gemara, I just I want to mention, I mentioned the Grah, the Gemara says explicitly that um, I, Rabbi Gamliel, gave, um, you know, more than, more than a fifth. And the Gemara says, Ragamliel was before Usha, so who cares? So Rav Yosef Rabbi Levi says that, no, 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 it's true he was before Usha, but there was Allah Biyadam, this still was the Allah, and they forgot it, and then Usha put it back, and there's a lesson the Gemara learns about Usha, but the point is that it was always happening. And again, the Gra says, um, what's it called? Veskimu al-Das Rishonim. That's what the Gemara says. But the, the Gra says, again, that it was a Doraisa, Allah Lamushim Yisina, that was there, and there are things that were that are Maramis to this. For example, the Gemara says, La Medcha Shakol Dover Shabezda Nostin Nafshana Love, Sofu Miskayam Kamash and Nemer Lamosha Basinai, which the Gras says actually was was Dafka. It's not just an expression, like it's as if it came from Moshe. No, it's Moshe himself. Like it literally that's where it came from. Okay. Then the Gemara says um, a very, very famous thing. Kilo Dover Reku Mikem, such a beautiful Chazal. Vim Reku, if if you find the Torah to be empty, Mikem. It's from you. Lama she'ein atemi geimbo. And this is, again, the importance of being a gea in Torah. And the um, Agarat Salyo says a beautiful thing. He says that, um, what's the shot here? It's because Chazal tell us that um, that's har mitzvah So you might say, okay, so in, there is, that Torah is rake in this world, that it doesn't give anything. Maybe someone might Chaz Shalom say that. So he says, no, a Torah is geshmak in this world. Torah gives us life in this world. Remember we talked about Torah gives us olam, olam haza in this world. So, um, so therefore, that's what it's saying, that in Reku, if you're finding the Torah to be empty, then it's Mikem, because you're not being a gay in it, and the Torah brings beauty and meaning to, 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 to life. Okay, then another thing um, is Munbaz HaMelech, and this is also a parallel suga in, in, in places in the Babli. So it says that he gave tzedakah, and, and they said, your, your forefathers amassed money, and you're spending it all. So he said, no, I'm, I'm doing a better job. Because they collected money um, and they gathered it, but it, it's it's vulnerable. But when I gave tzedakah, I did it in a place that the that the yad is not showing because no one can ever take that mitzvah away. There's a very very famous medrash that I've mentioned before, um, the pasuk that it says there was they were traveling 
um, there was a band of merchants that were traveling, and they kept saying to this man, what, what, what's your secret? What are you selling? Because we have all of our merchandise in the ship, and you have nothing. Are you a diamond dealer? Are you a precious pearl dealer? And he said, I have the best merchandise. Anyway, um, pirates came, took over the ship, and stole every single piece of merchandise. And they got to the city that they were going to, and they all had no money. Um, and this guy went into the shul, and he gave a drasha, and he was a rav, and he was teaching Torah, and he got a job, and everybody took care of him. So he said, you guys had stuff that's vulnerable. It was all stolen. People could have a fortune, and then it gets stolen from them. I had something that's internal. It can never be taken. That's kilecha The recognition that Torah is is impenetrable. Um, amazing. Two more ha'aras. One of them is that the Gemara seems to say that um, tzedakah is shakal k'nege kol Torah kol mitzvos. So wait a minute. Are you contradicting what we just said, Talmud Torah k'nege kulam? What's the shot? So he's so the Agadah Salio is a very simple shot. No, that's talking about out of all the mitzvos, tzedakah and chesed are are the highest mitzvos, as we spoke about earlier. Um, and he says more than that. It's trying to say that when we said Talmud Torah Kenegi Kulam, it's even Shachul Kenegi, these two beautiful mitzvos of Gemilas um, Chasadim and tzedakah that Hashem loves so much. Now I want to start um, this sugya, which comes at the, the bottom of Daf Hey um, in the Ozvada print, which is Dalman Ben Nasina, and a couple of things. So Dalman, right? The Gemara talks about. Kibra of Aim, how, do, how far do we go? So I want to, since it spans a couple, these uh, hey and Vav, we'll start and hopefully we'll share some more Ha'aras on Dav Vav. So let's just start the story because there's a couple of very fascinating things. So one thing he says is that the word Dhamma Ben Nasina, so it's interesting because in the Bavli, um, his name is spelled Dalad Mem Aleph. In the Yushami, it's spelled Dalad Mem Hey. I'll tell you why that's significant in a moment. But anyway, um, so one thing he says is that um, the, the guy says that there's a remez in his name. That in this story, um, his name is Dama, which means money, and Nasina means from the Lushan of Lo Nasan Sichon. What does that mean? He didn't give. He didn't give um, uh, because of Kibbutz of Aim. He didn't allow himself to make money off of it. So that's something that we respect about Dama. Now um, I have a lot to say about him, but first of all, the Gemara Kedushin, which is on Lamed Alf, Lamed Vav. Um, sorry, I'll get the exact page in a moment. Um, there's a couple of interesting ha'aris that have to be said. So one of them is that there his name is spelled Dama Dalamem Aleph, and that's the letters of Adam. And what I wanted to say was that there's an interesting limit from him because um, when we have the name Adam, so it comes Dalamem is the Dam, which is the blood. And Chazal, there, there are uh, Mepharshim that explain that Adam is made up of three ingredients, right? The Gemara's in, in, in uh, the Bavli in, in uh Nita says that Adam is um, father and mother uh, and what they contribute. And um, father and mother contribute each of their parts, the red and the and the white. And then Hashem puts an Hashem in there. And when it's time for him to die, the Gemara says at the end of Besachas Nita, the Bavli, that Hashem pulls away his part and then the, the body is left and it's buried. So um, Av and Aim, Aleph Mem is 41 and Av is Aleph Bez is three. That's 44. That's dumb. That the person's body is there, but what's what's a man? Adam, that Hashem, which is the most primary part. That's what that's what he is. Aleph Dalad Mem. So it's interesting that that vart only works according to the, the Bavli, which has him spelled as Dama, um, but here it's spelled um, in in a different order. But I want to say that um, that what's a shot that Dama's name is spelled differently. He put his father before Hashem. It's not necessarily an insult, but just he put his parents before Hashem. And he didn't want to wake his father in order to sell this thing to the base of Megash. Um, even in the Shulchan Aruch, it's brought down halachically. Was he correct for not waking his father? We all know the story, right? Um, so um, it's brought down that the Kibra of Amos Michel Av, 
that a father has to pay. Maybe the father would have to repay him. And also, most fathers would want a son to wake them up. So, again, Tosis brings down a condition that the father is mentally ill. Whether his raya is from a Yerushalmi or not, we'll see, because he's quoting the Yerushalmi. But, um, and then there's there's a raya in the Yerushalmi that his mother was mentally ill, because that it says clearly that she was beating him, and she dropped her shoe that she was beating with him, beating him with, and he picked it up so she didn't have to bend, which is crazy. So there's something a little bit wrong with Dhamma as well. But nonetheless, we can still learn something from him. But I just want to say a couple of ha'aras, and hopefully we'll finish this tomorrow as well. Um, and that is that the Gemara says here on Daf Hay um, that, oh, sorry, I didn't finish my thought. So um, so the fact that he spelled Dhamma, there's an element of him putting his parents before Hashem. And we find this by uh, Esav as well. It's an interesting thing that even though he was known for Kibbut of Aim, um, actually Kibbut Av, not Aim, he respected his father, not his mother, um, which is interesting. There's an element there that he also put his father the kibbutz aim, the kibbutz av part before Hashem didn't care about Hashem at all. When in fact, when Akoko Yaakov Yadam de Esav, like Rashi says, you're, Yaakov was using Shem Hashem. You can't be Esav. There's no Shem Hashem here. So uh, an Adam, we we put Hashem first. Now it's very interesting that the whole thing of kibbutz av aim is connected to kabbalas is on the Aseris Adibros, it's the fifth Dibor, which is on the column of honoring Hashem. So it's an element of honoring Hashem that's there, which is how we look at it. And there's an, there's a felt in how Dhamma honored Hashem, and, and there's what to be what to be said. There are other Midrashim, so in the Argamara, it actually says um, that um, he was an Ashkeloni, and um And they lost the Yashva, which many of the Farshim say was the Jasper uh, from, from Sheva ben Yamin. They lost it and they needed to get it from him. So, um, and they said, who has it? Dhamma has it. And they, they couldn't get the key from him. There are other Yersos that say that they were actually looking for uh, something else. So we'll, we'll go into those Madrashim hopefully later. And also then there's a whole problem of, of so then later he was rewarded with a Paraduma. Why specifically a Paraduma? So keep those two things in mind. Bezra Shem, we'll talk about that next time we meet. I just want to end with one last thing, which is there's something very fascinating about Dhamma Benesina, and this has to do with Purim coming up. And that is like this. That it says that Rebunos and Ibshit says that the Pasik says, most that Esther's parents died. And he says this is the most fundamental Pasik in the entire Megillus Esther. Well, what does that mean, right? We know that if you skip one Pasik, you're not Yotze. Every Pasik has fundamental things. What's so special about this Pasik? So um Rebunos and Ibshit says that Gamar Megillah says that um when she was, when her mother was pregnant with her, Esther's father died, and when her mother gave birth to her, she died. I don't know if it was in labor or right after. But she came into the world and had no parents. And he says the Gemara Kedushin says, "Ashrei Mishal Chaman, praiseworthy is one who never saw his parents, because the, the avera of, of a lack of kiddushin mm-hmm. is so strong that it's worth not having them, so to speak." What does this mean? So the power that Esav had to fight against uh, Klal Yisrael, which is Amalek, he had the, that power that Amalek had was the kibud av of Esav. That that Gamliel said, I can't even I don't even come close to the way he served his father. So the only person that could fight that power was someone who wasn't a hypocrite to it, and that was Esther. Esther was Kiema Avaim, so she was Asher Mishlo Chaman, so she was even better. And so therefore her respect is what caused her 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 non lack of respect was what led her stand up to Haman and destroy him. There's a lot to be said there. So you know it's basic idea, I think that's what he means. Um, but anyway, that is something that I wanted to share when we're talking about Kibbutz of Aim that um, and and Dhamma Menasina. There's there's a lot of correlations and a lot of Ramazim here. Have a great day.